Hi everyone, this is Raven and Campbell from Musicals, and we'd Hello. like to talk to you today about a nonprofit music education group that we are partnering with. Yep, we'd like to talk to you about Education Through Music. They partner with under-resourced schools to provide music as a core subject for all children. And they utilize music education as a catalyst to improve academic achievement, motivation for school, and self-confidence. Exactly. So they work with 52 different partner schools throughout New York City, um, and they work with them to institute sustainable music education programs by hiring qualified teachers, matching them with the school, and really equipping the teachers with the tools to succeed and be able to provide quality music education to all of the students attending that institution. So we think, you know, from this podcast, we think it's incredibly important to provide music education to all children, um, that everyone should have access to it to help, you know, really instill those lifelong passions that have been so influential for Campbell and I. So we believe that supporting this organization is the way you can support our podcast. Yep. And you can do so by going to p2p.onecause.com slash boozicals. Again, that's letter P, number two, letter P dot one cause dot com slash boost and yeah you can really uh help these kids if that's what you're into support the youths okay. shut up that's don't <laughs> don't don't patronize me really. okay uh, i don't need you enjoy the episode i'm done with this <laughs> gross ew you did not need to start like that that felt aggressive <laughs> how's it going um pretty good so just talked about how uh, i was really stressed coming into this because i was rushing myself because i left late and i didn't give myself enough time because i always do that because i'm adhd and i procrastinate on every single thing i do which includes leaving my friend's apartment um but other than that i've had a wonderful day what about you uh, pretty good day. Pretty great week. Um, I did this. You look fantastic, pic- by the way. Oh, I love your beard. Correct. Your glasses. It's just um, always a look. I, I had a pretty fun night this past Thursday night. Amazing. Where I was, uh, performed in a band concert for the first mm-hmm. time in nine years. That I got to watch and it was fantastic. And actually like I did go back cause it's on YouTube. Um, and there's the, the last song we played. I have a solo in it. And I went back, I was like, oh, I wonder how it sounded. And it, like, actually sounded really good. So I was Oh, no, you sounded that. good. Yeah. yeah. That's really nice. It's also funny because at the beginning, I was trying to figure out, like, which one you were. Um, and I kept seeing you. Or I kept, like, I kept actually looking at you and being like, that guy looks like Campbell. But because of, because of the way, I guess, the angle, the guy behind you that was playing the tuba, it looked like you were holding a tuba. And so I was like, that can't be Campbell because he doesn't play the tuba. And also I didn't know what a bassoon looked like. So it's not like you, you don't, (laughs) Raven. I didn't know how to fight you. (laughs) And it's like, literally like I was just holding up a flagpole. (laughs) <laughs> the entire time. And you've seen a bassoon many a time. I don't think I know what one looks like. Like, I'm sure I've seen a mellophone. I couldn't picture one right now. Ugh. Wild. But I found yeah. you. And you yeah, but you play. found me. Hey. And we had a good time. Yeah, it was really fun, though. Um, and I'm excited for tonight. Yes. You because and me we are together discussing once again. What's Campbell? What? Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to Ugh, it. Fine. Before that, Raven, what music have you been listening to? 
I've actually been re-listening to the entire Dreamgirl soundtrack over and over and over and over again. Um, it's fantastic, and I love the absolute hell out of it. Especially Dreamgirls. There's just oh. something like, I just really love, it's just a bop. Yeah. It's just a bop. It, it's a soundtrack that makes you sway. Big facts. And I love listening to it in the car, and it just wakes me right up. Because you know how I get drowsy when I'm in a car for more than 40 minutes? Well, that also happens when I drive, fun fact. Uh, so then I always have to take uh, breaks from, like, whatever pot. I, I do it, like, I know I know when it's going to happen. So I plan out, like, okay, in about half an hour, I'll take a break from my podcast and listen to some upbeat music, sing my heart out for, like, 20 minutes, and I'll go back to my podcast. Nice. And that's how I have to do things so I don't die and die. Or kill other people. So you don't die <laughs> tragically. <laughs> Minor details. What about you? Um, do you know what came out yesterday? Adele's album. I saw it posted. Adele's about. new And I knew that that was going to be your answer. And I actually oh meant to listen to it so that God. I would know, but I forgot. It's so good. It's very different from our other music, but I love it. I love that for you. Love it. It's Everything. Super I've only seen a couple it's heartbreaking. Like, posts about it, but like everyone seems really. The people I've seen posting about it seem really hype. Yeah. So. Um. She was in this one interview. I think it was Instagram <clears throat> Live or something. And someone was like, "Oh, what's the new album about?" And she was like, "What's the new album about? Divorce, babe." And just moves on. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I love it. It's but really I mean... good. It's like, um, it's real. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Campbell, what musical did you select for us to do today? I selected a musical that I would watch all the time in my childhood, especially with my nanny, my grandmother. And fun fact, it's it's not a fun fact. Um, Raven and I years it's not. ago, yeah, I was just I like don't... bad, bad. Okay, fact. Um, <laughs> Raven and I, like, years ago, we were going to, like, watch this together, and we started, but then Because I've to... never, I had never seen Mary Poppins. Yeah, but we had oh, to stop so... after, like, 20 minutes, because, like, literally while we were watching it, said grandmother passed away, which I so, uh, officially communicated to Raven in the moment by mm-hmm. pausing it and saying, I have to go, my grandma died, <laughs> and I left. <laughs> And and I, as my socially awkward and only just now learning how, what empathy is, um, as, as an individual, just kind of looked at him and said, well, I guess you got to go, right? <laughs> yeah, so I did. So Raven never watched it till now. Um, so It's a pretty great movie. I see why people like it. <laughs> yeah, people, people are really into it. Um, so what we're drinking then is a drink of my own creation called A Jolly Holiday. So let's cheers because I really also your uh, your cup is fantastic. I saw oh, I saw it you. earlier or saw the picture over that you sent me. Cheers, mm-hmm. cheers. Ooh, that's so refreshing. This feels right for this movie. You know why? Because it's practically perfect in every way. Thank you. Um, this drink is London Dry Gin, Por Supuesto. Then it's <laughs> lemon juice, some mint, and then a spoonful of a lavender Earl Grey simple syrup. Um, so we are, and it's uh, put all that, shake it up, put it in a teacup, 
and then top with soda water. That's delightful. Delightful was what I was going for. And I thought of some proportions in my head, threw it together, never tested it. Happy with the result. Yeah, I think in my next iteration, I'm going to add more of the syrup only because I feel like the Earl Grey is like the only flavor that I can't fully taste in yeah. the drink. I feel like everything else, like like it, the flavors definitely come together very well. Yeah. But you're you're really good at picking complementary flavors, especially ones that I feel like most people wouldn't instinctively think about, you know? I feel so fucking fancy. <laughs> you look fancy. Correct. Because I feel like this is this is a very similar drink to the Fancy Campbell. Different in terms of the way the ingredients are combined, the, the but in terms of the physical flavors. The, yeah, yeah, because the Fancy Campbell, I mean, it has the Earl Grey, but it also has, like, rum, lime, mm -hmm. and rosemary. Yeah. Because it was a you lemon do, rosemary sample syrup. Rosemary. Um, and it was lime juice, but this is lemon juice and lavender Earl Grey simple syrup. Yeah. Which simple syrups? You just, are, you just love so a citrus and an herb. You really do. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> it's my bread and butter. So anyway, amazing. Mary Poppins, uh, the 1964 musical film, mm -hmm. Disney film, which is based off of the P.L. Travers book series. That horrible person. She sucked. Ooh, um, yikes. But she created Mary Poppins. I, <laughs> I don't. I don't know who that is. Um, <laughs> You know, which it's one of, like, one of the Disney films that combines, like, live action and animation uh, starring the Dame Julie Andrews. And fun fact about fucking Julie Andrews. radiant in this <laughs> entire movie. <laughs> Why is she so beautiful? <laughs> like, can you, can you calm down, Julie? Mrs. Andrews, can you calm down? <laughs> um, P.L. Travers hated this movie. Because in, like, the books, apparently, uh, Mary Poppins was more, like, stoic and mm. more, like, severe. Um, but go fuck yourself. Because um, Julie Andrews I, is Julie Andrews. But see, I just feel like, um, as a person who has only ever seen this movie once, has not acquainted with the story in the slightest, and has never read the books, I feel like this is a better representation of the character. I think so, too. Um, mm. And so, while uh, Walt Disney only thought of julie andrews for yeah. this which and i love when that happens yeah just like yeah. in mary poppins returns they said emily blunt would we want you to be mary poppins and you which don't like, understand I haven't even... we are only doing this with you with you yeah which like i haven't even seen mary poppins returns yet because i wanted to watch this first but no. i i already see that i already know she's amazing as pleasantly like, as surprised with uh her portrayal of mary poppins um yeah. and so this uh when he came up to Mary Poppins, she was, like, performing in Broadway. Uh, Cam Watch, who was playing Guinevere, mm -hmm. uh, because she's so fucking talented. Yeah. And uh, a couple of things were, like, kind of getting in the way. She was, like, pregnant, um, would have to wait. And she was, like, waiting to see if um, she was going to be cast in the um, My Fair Lady movie. Because she was the lead on Broadway in 1956. Mm -hmm. And she didn't get it. Which is like, how Instead, dare Julie Andrews Hepburn not did. get anything? And so, she, she was acknowledged when she won a 
she won an award for Mary Poppins and she was giving her acceptance speech. It was so sweet and lovely, like thanking people. And then she said like, you know, in the kindest Julie Andrews voice. And finally, my thanks to a man who made a wonderful movie, who made all this possible in the first place, Mr. Jack Warner, the guy that didn't hire her for My Fair Lady. Which is which so I love for fucking her. petty and like the shade. <laughs> yeah, like literally the to the president of Warner Brothers <laughs> at a film award show. She was like, "Go fuck yourself, dude! You don't know what you're I talking did about." I did. I won. Thank you. Indeed. So, yeah. And she is so amazing in this role like it's and it's something it's something it's way more than just and i feel like people anyone who's Radiant. ever seen a, it's i feel like anyone who's ever seen a julie andrews performance which i hope is everyone at least in america um i feel like knows this but it's so much more than just her poise and her diction it's it's literally just like she's literally radiant she is so much grace and just she radiates kindness and just like, just love. She's just a lovely person. Yes, and it's like she's literally a goddamn queen. Uh, she really is. Um, other roles of since we're just talking about Julie Andrews. Since now, we're just talking about <laughs> Julie Andrews. Yeah. Uh, other roles she's been in. Uh, if you've seen, uh, have you heard the musical Sound of Fucking Music? She, I think I've heard in passing or something before. She plays Maria. Um, she's the queen in the Princess Diaries movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's amazing, amazing in Bridgerton. She has a, a uh, had a child's TV show, Julie's Green Room. She was the queen in Shrek. She was the narrator mm-hmm. in Enchanted. And she has a, a lovely, lovely podcast with her daughter. Um, where Because she like is no longer able to like sing like how she was medically. Mm-hmm. And she learned that she has a new voice, and she found that in children literacy. So, Aww. which yeah, it's like, it's like what the God fuck? damn it! Like Julie Andrews. Is so just... she has a podcast with her daughter called Julie's Library, where they read children's books and then have a conversation with the authors. And one of the first episodes, I might know one of the guests and have Ooh. super close with them because you know what. I know some pretty famous people. Look at you. And the fact that she talked to Julie Andrews and I had to explain to her son who Julie Andrews was. Yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, like big name. Like, I was like, you know, that's Mary Poppins, right? And he was like, holy shit. (laughs) Correct. Um, So, yeah, Mary Poppins. We start off. Overture. London background. I love this piece. I think it starts off with Feed the Birds. The first, um, the first thing that I thought of when I was listening to this was that it feels like a perfect piece for like a sunrise scene because the music goes from sort of like sleepy and peaceful to like calm and happy to just straight up jaunty and then chaotic. Like it just, and I, I just really love like. Jaunty is a really good word <laughs> for that. And then, like, the transitions, like, it, it does flow fairly seamlessly from, like, mood to mood. And it just feels like a, a steady, like, rising action, which is fairly difficult to achieve um, when you're not just changing tone, but, like, actually transitioning from one to another. Overture. So yes. then uh, it's spring 1910 in London. 
Um, and then we see on top of a cloud, uh, yes, give us witch, Mary Poppins, <laughs> the sorceress, uh, is, you know what, like, checking up her makeup, <laughs> like, just sitting on a cloud with a carpet bag and parrot uh, sentient umbrella. Yep. As, as one does. She is... Such a powerful being, Mary Poppins. And she's, she's just chilling there, powdering her nose, getting herself ready, just like gliding along. I'm just like, you already, you already radiate just, like, you know when, it's just when Mary a person knows that they're powerful. Like, they know that they got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ugh, love that yeah. for her. Um, and then we hear, like, you know, some little bits of different songs in the overture. Like, the we hear, like, lyrics of, like, Chim Chim Tree. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we... Uh, get to see the character Bert, um, this uh, jack of all trades, working man, played by Dick Van Dyke. Um, who, if you don't know him, I mean the Dick Van Dyke show. The, uh, yeah, just in di- Mary Poppins yes. Returns, he plays Mr. Mr. Dar's uh, junior. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Um, he was in Chee Bang Bang. Uh, he won a t- Tony for his performance in Bye Bye Birdie. Um, Interesting. He's also great. randomly in uh, Night at the Museum. And randomly, he was in Scrubs. He was randomly in Scrubs. You're no. right. He yeah. was an old doctor stuck in his ways. It. I don't know if you felt this way, but like in Night I, at the Museum, I always wondered why he was there. Like, it was just like... Because he's an actor? Mm. <laughs> it just felt odd. <laughs> I mean... Same with, like, Mickey Rooney, though. Fair. Fair. Okay, we can move on. Yeah, so uh, he is performing um, yes. and flirting with all the women in Naturally. town. Why um, wouldn't he be? What else is he supposed to do? Singing Chim Chim Cheree, kind of one-man band style. Mm-hmm. Singing in maybe one of the worst Cockney accents <laughs> of all time. It's not very good, and even I know that. Yeah, it's it's very hello, governor. Like that's <laughs> that's 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 just rotten. So, <laughs> but people joke about that all the time. Um, also, how fun! Miss Lark has a dog named Andrew. <laughs> what a world! <laughs> and that dog was just like around all no, the time. He's but got like, things to do. He got places to be. But he. But here's the thing. He was like dressed up. Like, a dog that is definitely an indoor dog, mm-hmm. but was always outside. Yeah. With no, like, no one watching him. It's 1910. No one calling. I, People I speak confused. to him. Person speaks to him. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, one of the women, uh, while he's, like, singing and he's, like, you know, making rhymes uh, for these, like, different women um, and constable... Um, um, I think a role you would do so well is one of these women, and that would be Miss Persimmon, the the last woman, and he just starts singing, and then he, like, you know, feels the wind, and then she has the singular line, yes! <laughs> I and I see that. I see that for you, Raven. I see that for myself. <laughs> yes. I would love that so much. I just love being absurd. Yeah. And then the winds are coming and he's like, oh, something's a change in. And like, have you ever like had that feeling where you just like are Every outside winter. and then you're just like, 
something's going on. Winter is coming. <laughs> you are weak and will not survive the winter. It's a fun <laughs> thing to say to a very close friend. Mm. At any Especially. minor inconvenience. <laughs> um, oh, frustrating. Yeah, so then he gets into like, you know, a one-man band version of Step in Time. And yes. he's just like, you know, crushing it. And then he ends with smashing a symbol in his face. That's not how a symbol works. Also, um, yeah, that's not how a symbol works. Uh, it needs to crash into another symbol because that's what, you know, like resonation. Or on its own, like on a stand, it has to like be yes, able to yeah, vibrate. It has to be able to Because that's how yeah. sound works. Correct. Also, um, don't make a fool of yourself performing for the the upper class it just it's a bad look fam i mean and I, it he's, like, a, he's just busking yeah but like that's what I he's gotta like, do i feel like there's still some like air of like self-respect that can be maintained in 1910 in london that's a fair point that's a fair point which i don't know like i don't know if you felt this way watching this and i don't know if it's just because i've been Con- intentionally consuming a lot of um, like black content, mm-hmm. but watching this, I was just like, "This is so British!" Like it's, like, <laughs> which like, yes, it literally is. But like it, it's I had so no idea what you were about to say, but I was ready to be like, "Yeah, yeah, yes, it is so <laughs> every, British." Every uh, you can't get more is. British than Mary Poppins. <laughs> And like, and I, I, yeah, I just, I'm going to leave it at that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so yeah. So he's trying to collect money and then, oh, he starts talking to the audience. It's like, oh, what are you looking for? The bank's residence at 17 Cherry Tree Lane. I'll take you there. And so we see one of their neighbors, um, Admiral Boom. Yes. Who just has a ship on top of his house. With like a Um, functioning cannon. Yeah, played by Reginald Owen, concerning. who's been like a million things. He was in Sherlock Holmes. He was Scrooge. He was in Bewitched. I mean, you know, highly accomplished actor. All of these mm-hmm. people are. Um, and his assistant, Bosun, um, Mr. Binnacle, played by Don Barclay. And we find out that on the hour, every hour, he shoots a cannon. <laughs> so that's normal and fine. But I really like the term imposing edifice. A lot of the right? a lot of the like wordage um, in this mu- musical. Well, sometimes it's not verbs. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Um, Got him. It's <laughs> uh, so good, and some of the, like the quips and like the one-liners, I I'm a real big fan of. I like it too. There's there's a lot of, and I think that's something that. I, I think especially uh, an actress like Julie Andrews really uh, elevates in a character like Mary Poppins is that I feel like she is really known for her wit. Like she is, yes, charming and graceful and poised and all that stuff, but she is incredibly clever and witty. And I I love that. Perfect for Guinevere Camelot. Oh, yes. Yes. Perfect. Guinevere had some lines. <laughs> Guinevere had some actions. Um, <laughs> um, Guinevere was enjoying the lusty month of May. <laughs> <laughs> Need we say more? Um, 
And so we see George Banks Esquire coming upon his home. Wait, no. Which no, no, we don't see him here. He said, oh, we the home of George Banks Esquire. Is yes. the thing you're confused about that, like, why is he a banker? But he's Esquire. But he's an Esquire. I thought Esquires were lawyers. I thought so too. Was Esquire just like a higher profession in 1910? But lawyers an old Maybe. profession. Like, I, because at first I thought he was like a lawyer for the bank. But I, then he's made a partner. Uh, right. Let me look up. No. Esquire. What does the title Esquire mean? Oh! What does it mean? Lay it on me. Apparently, Esquire is simply like a member of the English gentry ranking below a knight. Okay. So I guess so I guess it might have been, uh, or a candidate for knighthood serving as a shield bearer and attendant to a knight, which was the like medieval yeah. use of the term. Um, and it says it is also used as a title of courtesy, often by attorneys, usually placed in its abbreviated form after the surname. So I guess we just also refer to lawyers as Esquires? Maybe more in non-English. Like, I know in America, we've, we've at least used to do that. I don't think people really do it a lot anymore. Um, but I feel like, I don't know, maybe it's just something we adopted from the English, but, like, didn't... We don't have knights, because we don't have a monarchy. So we're just like, well, we got to give it to somebody. Lawyers are important. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I will accept that as fact now and maybe. tell people. Um, so then we go to... <laughs> Uh, the Banks' residence, and we see a little bit of a conflict amongst the staff. A bit, we bit, see, of, a, bit of a squabble. Yes, we see uh, Katie Nana, played by Elsa Lanchester, l- lost the kids and is fighting with the boss-ass bitch, Mrs. Bills, the cook, who's like, I never liked her in the fucking first place. She can leave. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, so played by uh, Rita Shaw, um, who's been in a lot of stuff, uh, Escape to Witch Mountain. She was both the film and Broadway versions of the Pajama Game. And then we also have uh, Ellen, the maid, who's like, no, 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 no. She has to stay. Because if she leaves, I have to take care of these dumbass kids. These damn kids. (laughs) These damn kids. Played by Hermione Badalay. Which, this is something that, like... Which, we've talked about her a lot. I don't know if it was just, like, the culture. And I understand that there is definitely some some class things in here that that affect this. Especially in, in English culture. But, like... Why do people hate taking care of their kids so much? Just, like, do it? <laughs> like, no. I don't... Also, uh, I feel anyway. like you didn't react how you should. That Ellen's played by Hermione Badale. I don't... That name sounds familiar, actually. Yeah, because we've talked about her. Yes, we have. And does the Disney film. From Hermione Badale? Was it animated? Maybe. Yes. Was it Princess and the Frog? No. I don't. I don't know what other animated Disney film we've done besides Frozen Two. We had a guest. Is Aristocats Disney? Yeah. 
Uh, was it Aristocats? Mm-hmm. Um, was she... Hermione Baddeley. Wait, wasn't she the... Ah! No, Madame? you know what it was? You know what it was? Because I still, in my mind, I always think that that's um, Angela Lansbury, and I don't know why. Yeah. I don't know why, but every time I see her, do, I just... Because does, he, does she look like... Um... Does Angela Lansbury's like character, <laughs> Angela Lansbury's character in um, Anastasia. I think that's what it is. Yeah, no. I think that's what it is. But the yeah. maid, Ellen, is Madame in yeah. Aristocats. Amazing. Talk about I range. Do, I do indeed apologize for my talk about range poor for reactions. just screaming in this musical. <laughs> you know what? She had fun <laughs> to be fa 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 at Aristocats. Look at her climbing the social ladder. So, Katie Nana's like, I quit. Mm-hmm. I'm, le- I'm leaving. These and the cook, kids and the, and the cook is like, don't let the door hit your fat ass on the way out. <laughs> she's like, Jesus. And then yeah, we it's hear... Like, it's that she's complaining about these kids. And she's like, oh, they're terrible kids. They keep running away from me. And I'm like, well, are you a terrible nanny? Well, they, they, like... well, they also put toads in her bed. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, the kids, like, like, when they say what the kids did, like, they are terrible. <laughs> Fair. But I feel like they're terrible with the, with, the, with the motivation, at least. Which is that she does suck, like, to be fair. Oh, yeah, she sucks. Um, so then we hear... And they never hurt the... her. They do steal her glasses so that she can't see. But... <laughs> yeah. Um, we hear coming down the street is Mrs. Banks, um, Winifred... Franks, Bank, blah, 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 Winifred Banks. Uh, this tea... I actually really like the name of Winifred. I do too. Um, we hear her singing and we get into the song Sister Suffragette where mm-hmm. uh, Katie Nan is trying to, you know, quit. And she was like, I have a song to sing though. <laughs> I don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> yeah. So Mrs. Banks, played by Glennis Johns, um, who was also the grandma in Superstar. Uh, she was Ms. Grimward in Scooby-Doo in the Ghoul School. She was in a bunch of episodes of Batman, like the original Adam West one. She's been in like a million things. Um, mm. But we find out in a really fun song that she's like, uh, you know, fighting for like, you know, suffrage women's yeah right to women's vote suffrage. in britain um and one of my favorite li- uh lines and as we know as a gr- uh, group uh, uh talking about men they're rather they all stupid. dumb as shit <laughs> and they're like we all know big facts they're, they're d- a bunch of dumb idiots <laughs> it's real fun and then yeah. she's just like you know is talking about the cause she Lifts up her dress to her bloomer. <gasps> Gasp. My stars. Uh, fighting for her rights. Uh, and then nice harmony with uh, the cook and the maid. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Katie Nanny's fine. Katie Nana's fine. It's like, no, Mrs. Banks. And she was like, oh, what? You ruined the song. What the fuck do you, you want? You threw off my groove. Um, <laughs> and it's like, where are the kids? And Katie Nana is really funny. <laughs> to be precise, not here. <laughs> She does tell. She does. She is honest. Yeah. And so, um, they're like preparing for Mr. Banks to come home. Um, It's almost time for the cannon to go off. So (laughs) they have to hold all their furniture down. And she takes off her sash. It's like put this away. You know how the cause infuriates Uh, Mr. Banks. 
Yeah, and I'm just like, Mr. Banks girl, sucks. Oh my gosh, so irritating watching like, because uh, yeah. there was there was another moment. Henry the uh, Eighth didn't kill later. like four wives just so you, not to get a divorce, you know. Right. There were... <laughs> also, there was a scene later where she was going to get dressed for a rally, and he was like, "No, no, no, stay, like sit, sit here." Basically, she was like, and "She's okay. like, okay, and yes. I was like, "Bitch, like, no." Like you're throwing eggs at the prime minister. You're already being awesome, and you're just like, just throw, just throw one egg at important. your husband, just like no, one, just one. Just one. Oh, and then it was really fun. You know, the furniture gets all moved. Good furniture work in this movie. Uh, I think the cook caught a vase with her foot. Yeah, because she's Amazing. a boss ass bitch. She is indeed a boss ass bitch. Who don't give a fuck about Katie Nana? <laughs> yeah, go, Katie Nana, go fuck yourself. <laughs> that should be you our so... episode title. Katie Nana, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, and then she's leaving with her bags and... George Banks sees her and be like, oh, Katie Nana, how are you doing? He's like, oh, that looks too heavy. Let me carry that for you. And just like packs it away. And he's just like, that, what a lovely hat you're wearing. Goes inside, completely ignoring everyone trying to tell him stuff. And we get into the life I lead. <clears throat> this song, I... I love the cadence to it. I hate the content. Agreed. Um... <laughs> I think it's, I just, I, my only note was, I can't. And so basically this song, it is a really cool cadence and it's got a little bit of that like militaristic march in it, um, yeah. but then kind of opens up into uh, a more... It's, it's the kind of the... song when your conductor would be, like, very up close with, like, the baton. Da, 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 like, and, like, 2-4. And yes. then go into, like, sweeping 4-4 uh, <laughs> uh, four, four, uh, for, like, the very, like, grandioso parts. Yeah. Yeah, grandiose. Thank you. That is I'm in the director. <laughs> um... I was a drum major. <laughs> 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 just, we just bob it. <laughs> Puke <laughs> is funny, and we just vomit, and then what do you say after someone vomits? Ta da! <laughs> uh, like it was a planned are going bit. To think that we are not mentally well. I, I, um, if and they didn't not. know that by now, <laughs> then they're not mentally well. Uh, and if that surprises anyway. you, listener, listening right now, that's when you. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> if that if that's um, what you if that's how you feel right now, go fuck yourself, Katie Nana. <laughs> the life I lead. This song is the definition of someone who basically doesn't see other people as people outside of themselves. Yeah, I think this song also is the reason why sometimes, like, um, on accident, I pr- I say schedule. <laughs> I like I a lot of things for this movie. I was like. Is that why I love Weeping Willow Tree so much? Like <laughs> this, Willow Trees are great, though. Yeah, no, but this movie, like, really was a very formative movie for myself. Like, it was... Yeah, a lot of things are just like, oh, things make sense now. I feel that. Uh, it is the age of men. Um, fun fact, yesterday was International Men's Day, apparently. That's a thing that exists? Uh, uh, about time. 
Uh, <laughs> hashtag a... times up. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag times up. <laughs> uh, oh hashtag you as well. <laughs> instead of me too yeah i got you i got you uh yeah uh it's men are so fucking dumb um okay so and then finally it's just like the man who loves men yeah so you know the most yeah and i hate myself so (laughs) here we are (laughs) um just kidding i'm pretty i'm pretty all right um you're pretty amazing gross so finally, he's able to convey. He's like, "Oh, where's the kids? Not here. Uh, Not here." And they're trying to, like, you know, they're missing. Um, and his wife is trying to talk to him. Is like, "Okay, here are the facts. Here we know what we know." And he says to her, "Don't cloud the issue with facts." With facts. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Um, what does that mean? <laughs> he w- goes to call the police, and the constable comes at the same time. Uh, mm. The constable played by boop 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 boom Arthur Treacher. Um, it's basically just like here's your damn kids. <laughs> yeah, and but then he's just like, but they're kids, so like, like don't be mean. Yeah. So we have two kids, Jane and Michael. Jane played by Karen Dotris, and Michael played by Matthew Garber. Um, Why Jane does Michael was... always look high? The entire he's movie. A, he's a child, Raven. Mm, okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not trying to imply that he is high. I'm wondering why his face looks like that. Um, he just looked like that. Um, mm. uh, Karen was also in Mary Poppins' Return, so that was fun. Um, That's cool. And they both uh, played uh, like before this movie and after. There's two other movies they were in. The Three Lives of uh, Thomasina and um, The No Mobile. And they played, like, friends in them, too. Like, those were the two, like, children in it. Oh, okay. And then, unfortunately, um, Matthew Garber, who played Michael, died tragically young at the age of 21. Oh. Yeah. Well, that is really young. Yeah. Isn't that a huge bummer? Yeah. Why did you tell me that? That's so know. rude. Well, because I was like no. happy before I knew that. Do you know what? Will help? And like I'm, I'm still, I'm still gonna be happy. <laughs> yeah, I'm I still just... fine. Uh, <laughs> but I'm just okay. gonna think. I just have to like you know have an additional thought, and that's I have something. I like, use my like brain. Yeah, Ugh. gross. But do you know what would, uh, make you feel better? What? Let's get another drink. E- Cheers. Cheers. Ooh, I added some more of the syrup. Same. And it's perfect. I'll add more gin. <laughs> Slash, I didn't measure it. Mary Poppins. Okay, so the kids are back. They're being scolded, and uh, Mr. Banks realizes, uh, wife, object of mine, um, yep. you've you've picked the past few names, and it hasn't worked out. Hmm. Real quick, can we talk about when they when the children first walk in the door? And she kneels down and puts her hand on their shoulders and greets uh, don't them. Get... He says, "He says, don't get too emotional." <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um. Oh yeah, and he says to the constable, "Is like, oh no, you've said you've done enough. I don't want to hear anything you're saying. I don't. I'm sure the cook you can like, house. you know, we'll make you a plate she'll or something. Make, she'll find you something to eat." And then he's like, "Fuck off." Find me something to eat. Fuck this. Dude. 
he's so pretentious. Like, he's such an asshole at the beginning of this. Yeah. And so, actually, 90% of this. Oh, until, like, the the end. <laughs> like, yeah. He's, yeah. <sighs> Spoiler. Um, so, he was like, you know what? I will find the next nanny. I'm going to put in ad in the Times. And she's yeah, just like, oh, you such a great idea. obviously can't do it yourself. I have to step in as the man and fix everything. Yeah. And so, it's, like, kind of the same melody, Life I Lead. Um, mm-hmm. which is what, until he, like, acts like a decent person, um, is the only melody he sings. Is which it? is, in itself, is musically kind of genius. Um, because, because, because the whole thing with the, with the life I lead is, like, he needs consistency, he needs everything to be the same all the Tradition, time. Tradition, discipline, and rules. And it's crazy because, like, before, I used to just look at people like that and be like, I, I don't understand it, but now I'm just like, what level of, like, anxiety must you have that nothing in your life can change for you to feel, co- like, you, like, everything must be the same. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. like, I just, when I When people in I his house are happy, want... he's like, what the fuck is wrong he's with He's like, what everyone? the fuck is happening? <laughs> yeah, he's just like, he's just like, stop, stop. And he's like screaming and they're like, are you feeling unwell? What makes you think that? Well, yeah, I'm perfectly fine. It's like, well, you should have a whole ass meltdown, my dude. Like, yeah. Um. Uh, so what a long yeah, so the ad as well. Um. So yeah, then we get into well, then we get into the well, the kids' nanny. ad was long as hell. Yeah. Um. So because they like you know feel bad and they like wrote their own ad and he's like, don't yeah. be and like his wife is like, shut the fuck up, let them fucking talk. Let them be um, children for one. And he was just like, adorable. When they said, like, uh, for adorable kids, and he was just like, well, no, no, you're not. Ugly no, ass that's kids. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? My um, seed. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, they say that the nanny has to be fa- only fairly pretty. <laughs> <laughs> How are you measuring that? Also, mm, isn't, uh, isn't Julie Andrews disqualified? Uh, but she brings it up when she's going through her qualifications. <laughs> um, yeah, and he's just like, calm down, my guy. Um, basically, and then they're like, also, like, don't be a drunk. Which, you know, is solid. Um, mm-hmm. He's such a dick. They're so hurt. He was just like, okay, you're being ridiculous taking this. And his it wife's literally like, they rips really their hard. letter up and throws them in the fire. Yeah. Ugh. But then the letter pieces fly away. Mm-hmm. Up and the chimney. the next day, we see a long line of potential nannies. And what a group of stern women we see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, all of them, I... Now I can't think of the character. But all of them have, like... Oh, um... The lady in Matilda. The, the, the headmistress yeah, or whatever. Prince, yeah. Yes. They all, all have, have a, just, they like, already just have a stark look. demeanor. That unpleasant elderly woman look. Yeah. <laughs> Not even elderly, elderly, but, like, just past middle-aged. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, and so... And we see, yeah, so, so, um, Miss Poppins, um, we see her oh, coming down, we, she... Well, yeah, because Ellen sees all these people, she's just like, should I start letting them in? It's like, no, I think I have to be on schedule. A- 8 a.m. Ellen the dot. Yeah, even, you have to, and then he was like, though, 8 a.m. was... In. 12 seconds ago. You know how I don't like being rushed. <laughs> Piss me off. Piss me the fuck I, off. I could, I could never. I would murder him in his sleep. 
Yeah. Maybe um, not even in his sleep. Maybe in his wake. Who knows? Um, yeah, I want him to be awake for it. Um, <laughs> and then we hear some very sporadic woodwinds. And uh, that eldritch being known as Mary Poppins <laughs> is banishing what these women. What is she supposed to be? Is she a witch? Is she a sorceress? Is she an eldritch? We don't know. She just is. Oh, because she also doesn't age. At no point do they explain. And Mary what Poppins is returns Bert? happens twenty years later. What is Bert like? What do you mean? What he's is always, Bert? Because he's obviously like like not related to her, but like he like I I feel like they clearly have a re, like not relationship relationship in the romantic no. sense. But you you know, maybe, but like uh, but because they also have like a, a lot of like the the creators and like stuff like that. They wanted to make clear, or like maybe maybe it was the author. They wanted to make clear that. Bert and Mary Poppins have strictly a platonic relationship. Interesting. Which does not come across. Because it seems like they flirt in the movie. Or they could just be like queer friends. That's very true. Which would be pretty great. That would be pretty Which makes Jolly Holiday an even better song. Right? Ooh. Yeah. So, anyway. Um, So, yeah. All these women are flying away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like off the ground, like fully off the ground. Yeah. And there was one. There was one. Here she comes. (laughs) That she's just like, it's just like. (laughs) She just accepted her fate. (laughs) Real quick. Oh my gosh. Um, Mary Poppins got to get paid. (laughs) And so here she comes. Um, she like, uh, you know, enters the door. Thank you. Um, and she like immediately straight to business. She's now dispatched. Are you not Mr. George Banks? Mm-hmm. And he just like seems so taken aback. I am speaking to you. Um, and he was like, "Do you have references?" And he, she was like, "I never get references." I don't do references. And I she know goes through words. her qualifications, which happens to be the torn up letter now, mm-hmm. one piece. And I love when she's going through. She was like rosy cheeks, obviously, obviously. Um, fairly pretty. Uh, I'm gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, and he's just like losing his mind. And she was like, Cause he's I'm just like, I swear to God, I threw that he's, like, fire. He's like pantomiming like what he did, trying to like rationalize it. Yeah. And she was like, I'm kind, but extremely firm, which is fair. And he's just losing his mind. And then she was like, stop she, self. She, she's just like, can you fucking, ch- what's she, happening? She, what, she what asked him, are you ill? <laughs> yeah. And she was like, okay, the reference uh, about my pay is very obscure in this ad, but we need to make that clear. And she's like, I will also be requiring the, with the first Tuesday of every month off. Yeah, uh, every other Tuesday. Every other Tuesday, yeah, And yeah, so yeah. he's, like, staring in the fire, and she goes, like, looks at in the fire, too. He's like, what the fuck is this? It's like he a, looks at him. Are you he was good? Like, <laughs> and he was like, you know what? Never mind about that. We'll, we'll see. We'll do a trial week for this. So she's interviewing him. To see if yeah. she's right for the position. Boss move. She um, and the level I'll of... I'll give you one week. <laughs> <laughs> the the level of... Um, not even the level of... But like how good she is at communicating like that sass. Literally just with her face. Yeah. Like just her just her eyes really. And it's... it's there's such a nuance into in the way she plays Mary Poppins where... It's incredible. At every moment, at every moment, you know when she's being playful, firm, kind, stern. Like, you you just, you get it. You get her. And she's so dynamic as a character because of Julie Andrews. And I just, oh, I love that. 
Yeah, and she was like, okay, I'm gonna go see the kids now. And she slides up the banister, scaring the children, <laughs> and says oh to Michael, God. Michael, don't keep your mouth open. You are not a codfish. And she's just like, real quick, if they're like acting up or just doing something, she was like, I don't have time for this, so I need <laughs> you to be better. Have you considered being better? Because that's the only option you have right now. Get I'm not scrum. going to be slowed down by you. I have my own shit going on, and you're going to have to come Again. with me. Because I know who I am, firm. and I know who you are, and I know what and we're, we're both not going to do, and it's that. And she's I, I know very what we're clear not going to do. <laughs> and it's acting like a fool. And that's God, very common. I love her so much. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so then we see oh, Winifred is just like, oh, what? About, like, did you find Nanny? And he's just like, I think so. I, I guess. I don't really know what happened. He's like, yes, yes. You know, I took, he's like, where is she? Well, with the kids, of course. Obviously. And, she was, and then, oh, Winifred's just like, oh. I would have so muddled good. the whole thing. Ugh, gross. Like, um, Winifred, honey, ugh. It's like, do you think, do you think she's a good a better fit? dick. Do you, do you think she will, like, you know, teach her children, keep them in line, get, do what we talked about? And he's like, I think she will. And she will. Um, and then says to Ellen, dismiss the other nannies. Um. And she goes outside. There's only the dog now. <laughs> the position, just Andrew the dog. The position has been has filled. Been filled. Oh, Ellen. Mm-hmm. Nursery, rather like uh, more like a bear pit, is what Mary Poppins said. Uh, so she tries <laughs> to figure out. Is like you know what are these? Is you know what it's clean. You know what this will be suitable with some you know lovely touches. And mm-hmm. then she opens up her bag of holding. True, and literally. I love like every other object she pulls out is like a mirror so she can look at herself. Because like, uh, thought <laughs> shit. Megan the Stallion. Like, I need to be able to see my whole face at all. Exactly. Times. Like like Megan the Stallion. Look in the mirror. Damn, I don't brag enough. And that is Mary Poppins. And yeah. you know what? It's true. Because she knows her fucking worth. She knows her fucking worth. And the kids are just trying to, like, figure out. I remember when I was younger, I, like, didn't. I couldn't see that it was obviously a green screen, which is so funny now. That's so funny. <laughs> but because, like, I mean, I saw but this, this having been as the a first small like, child. Yeah, because, like, for a long time, I also was, like, incapable of telling when something was a green screen. And, like, especially when, that's, when those are all of the effects, I get it. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, never judge anything by appearance. She's already spitting facts at these kids, trying to teach them yep. shit. Um, and Michael's like, she's tricky. And she's like, oh, boy, you have no idea. Mm. Um, you were not And ready. then she's like, now let me get my tape measure so I can see how you measure up. Which is really fun. And then she just proceeds to roast these children, which I'm a huge <laughs> fan of. Michael, his height is extremely stubborn and suspicious. No, I'm not. <laughs> Boom, roasted. <laughs> Jane, rather inclined to giggle and does uh, As does not giggling. put things away. <laughs> Clearly. I was like, oh, again, shut your ass up, Jane. And I, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jasmine Masters. Um, and then they ask, what about you, Mary Poppins? And she was like, okay, we'll see. So coy yeah. about it. And how does how does Mary Poppins measure up, Raven? Practically perfect in every way. Uh. As she is. I love her. She's amazing. <laughs> and I love how throughout the movie she like references that. Like she's like, well, when you're practically perfect in every way. Or someone who is practically perfect in every way should not be doing this. Yeah. Oh. And she was like, do you think someone such as myself would participate in a 
horse race the impertinence and just like <laughs> stop gaslighting these shit <laughs> also uh, she really she really said i'm that bitch yeah and so me. <laughs> they're asking us like oh what about games and then she's like uh, a game called Well Begun is Half Done, otherwise known as Let's Clean the Nursery. Clean the spoon <laughs> the fuck up. <laughs> so we get into a spoonful of sugar, sugar because any job that must be done, you must find an element of fun. And when you find, you know, that fun, then the job's a game, which is really good advice. Yeah. So we get into a spoonful of sugar, which is such a banger. Love it. Incredible. The, the butt. Bud puppets, bird puppets, and she's really, you know, snapping. <coughs> Things are being cleaned. She's training Jane, a young witch, <laughs> to do magic. Already, uh, corrupting um, the children, the youths. The bird, yeah, the counter melody of the bird is just so good. So uh, it's and then she's amazing. whistling so well. Her, her voice and then when is she's so when pretty. she's singing with herself in the mirror, that aria and when harmonized, mm. yeah, and then yeah, then her reflection, you know, continues on. And uh, Mary Poppins, not Mirror Mary Poppins, just like <laughs> cheeky, show off. And then, and then the, her, the mirror, face, the reflection winks. <laughs> her face is really just like, you really just thought you would be that bitch. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, yes, it's you. Um, oh my gosh. And then the magic gets too powerful. And everything's like running amok. And she's like, okay, we're having fun. Calm we're casting down. spells. We're... Uh, animating a nursery room and toys to do our bidding that we're all in good fun. And it's just like, <laughs> uh, quite enough. And like, everything shuts up. And then the last cabinet's just like, boop, boop. <laughs> boop. <laughs> um, one of the balls, it would like very much like Scooby-Doo hallway running sequence, like go through like one jork, exits like another yeah. line. There's a lot of like spatial warping that Mary Poppins is able to do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, if, she's an Eldritch Horror. <laughs> oh, man. So, they're like, okay, time for our first outing in the park. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get to... He's uh, uh, like, we no, we were... No, we, uh, oh, this is like one of the lines, like, that the, a bunch of lines that I like. And Michael's like, no, I want to clean the nursery, nursery again. And she says, enough is as good as a feast, little kid. <laughs> Love it. Just, like, really cuts their shit out. She's like, she, I don't have time for this. We're going I, to the I, fucking park. I told you what the fuck we're doing. Listen. <laughs> I love it. But again, with kindness. Yeah. And so then the three of them are, like, singing Spoonful of Sugar. They all float down the banister. And then Ellen is just up, starts losing her mind. <laughs> She's like, what the fuck is happening? The thing that confuses me, I will say, is... So, Bert already knows about the magic. The and presumably at least some of the other Trinity sweeps do. Yeah, the friends. children are children, and for sure will accept magic and fantastical ideas, stuff like that. Um, the parents don't truly see it. I feel like, um, but the maid and the cook. I mean, it's like you are presumably, presumably normal, everyday, reasonable mm-hmm. English people. No, and you're like. I just There's feel other like magic things react. that happen to other characters that they are like surprised, like the laughing, flying, mm-hmm. both for her uncle, but also um, the partners at the bank. That's fair. Okay. I was There's just other confused times. by, I was just confused you know by what? people's let's put reaction a, let's, to let's, magic. Let's put a pin in this mm. and we'll bring it back up in Mary Poppins Returns. 
Because they talk about it. Oh, interesting. Emily Blunt and Angela Lansbury talk about it. Oh, I'm down for that. Cool. Cool. Um, And so we get to the park and we see Bert, another one of his many talents, many jobs, is he is, um, you know, a chalk artist. Um, You know, doing some, like, fun drawings and landscapes and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Trying to earn some money. Um, It's really fun. It's, like, to the same... um, tune as chin chimney um pavement artist is the song and uh he sees the close-up is one is kind of like a frame and then mary poppins shadow is on it so he's just like sketching around he's like wait right there i know that anywhere mary poppins and she was like what's going on bird what's What's going that's her home they're so cool i love i love their whatever it is like i mean it's it's definitely it's a relationship because everything is a relationship mm-hmm. but like they're just their vibe they just yeah. love each other and i yeah. love that oh, we love your vibe saw you from across the bar um <laughs> yeah and so the talk about was like oh yeah we're going to the park um, yeah so he um he has like a bunch of like different scenes and stuff painted from like all these different like places and parks and areas and he's like trying to show them like oh this is how like you can go anywhere you want to basically and trying to show them like how to jump into the painting um but he uh he does not have the spark and does not apparently do it correctly and so yeah. she's just like oh yeah my she's goodness, just like no uh, because it's interesting he was like yeah you know what with a little bit of magic i know a little bit it's like we'll be yeah. able to like go to this place and he like tries to get mary poppins to do is like mary poppins no one's looking right now, which does no tell me looking. it is real. He's just like, no yeah. one's looking. We can get away with this. Like, lots of doing this. And she's just like, I don't know what you're talking about. And yeah. he, like, you know, does a bunch of, like, motions. And is like, do you have to do? It doesn't work. And then she just gets so annoyed. She's just like, why do you always complicate things, Bert? <laughs> it's super easy. Give me your hand. Don't slouch, like, Michael. Oh, my gosh. It's really not that difficult. Yeah, he's like, you know, like, get ready. He's like, Michael, you're slouching. <laughs> It's like one, two, three, and just jumps in. And then we're entered into like an animated chalk world. Yeah. Um, where they're all, you know, looking great in their Sunday best. Correct. That's fun. I really love um Don't don't make sure you don't like fall, you'll smudge the painting. <laughs> I I I don't know, I really like the I guess animation of the scene, like the the combination, the backdrop of the drawn, like the chalk background. Yeah, and, and I the love animated, the puffs of chalk dust. Yes, and then the animated the animals and just like them with the the real characters and stuff. Like it's all just honestly done really well. And yeah. I think they did I think especially for the time, like they did a really good job doing like creating the scene. It's really cool the artistry. Yeah. And yeah. Bird says to Mary Poppins, You look b- beautiful and she says, Oh, you think so? <laughs> and we again so the kids go off and play and then it's Bird Because and Mary they, Poppins. they go off to the fair, which is like technically off the painting but yeah, yeah. and then we get to the song um, jolly holiday. a jolly holiday yes um it's such this... a good song it's a lovely song yeah and it's it's very it's um it's they're, they're just a couple couple of besties <laughs> uh oh, gosh. um 
but I, I, I really I really like the melody of this. Um, it's just a fun melody, like a fun quick melody to like hum or to sing. And it's really the song is really just about like how amazing Mary Poppins is and how much everyone who interacts with her loves her. Um, I yeah, it's just so much fun. You just see the love that, that we have for they for each other. We would yeah. watch this movie so much specifically for this song. For my younger sister, whose name is Mary. Oh, um, oh yeah, that's right. And so, like, this, she was always sung this song. Um, and it's just really, really fun, especially when they, like, we see the animated animals, like, at the farm singing. Out of them, who are your favorite? Mine is the Duck Trio. Like, that harmony? How dare they? I, that's true. I also really liked, like, the Penguin Cafe, I guess. Oh, yeah. The penguins were so cute. And also, something I realized. fantastic harmony. Do you know what, like, songs need more of that is in this song? What? A fun waltz interlude. Oh, yeah. I love waltzes. I do, too. They're, like, one of my favorite styles, especially to play. Um, and then she's like, you know, straight up flying without her umbrella. And we're like, okay, yeah. we get it, Mary Poppins. Calm You're magical. Down. Um, and then I really like the animation of the flowers turn into butterflies. The instrumentation is great. All in- all different kinds of instruments are featured so mm-hmm. beautifully in this song. I love how um, I love how mad she gets when he starts rattling off, I guess, names of other sorceresses. It's so, it's so funny because like one, they, so they're floating on turtles and then Mary Poppins like her turn. She's like, you know what? You're pretty great too, Bert. Let me tell you why. And they get to this cafe where they're like, oh, we're going to have tea and cakes and like, oh no, maybe mm-hmm. some drinks and the penguins mm. come up. And like, he was, you know, singing to her again. It's just like, oh, you're like the best, best woman in the world. Although... There's a bunch of women that are like pretty great and the penguins They're are like helping pretty. him list and like the like the moment he starts listing like a woman, like the look on her face, she was just like this Death lair. She was just like, Excuse me? And it's just and so subtle ends and perfect. It back with her and like, oh like you're amazing, blah blah blah. But it's like but you just listed like thirty women. Uh, so. also the diction on these people. Julie Andrews when she's saying like you sing to Bert forbearance is the hallmark of your creed um just like how she sings it and how she says it i'm just like ooh. oh her diction is fantastic um oh the penguin's like your favorite person <laughs> also okay yeah, yeah, yeah so okay and then they have a dance off so that's fun why are they I what's love... with what's with the salt the salt he takes salt spills it's a sp- around and tap dances on it i have no recollection of that okay seems odd though what a weird pants he has (laughs) um so then uh do they end up going to join the children do the children because they end up at the merry-go-round yeah i think they end up going to the children we hear like a toy box version of jolly holiday and we see them on a carousel Yes, and um, they end up. I guess the conductor, whatever his name is, like pulls a lever that allows the horses like Wrong fly off. Because, again, magic. Nice. I um, love so they're yeah riding the carousel horses, which are painted like how it would be animated, which I think is just not a fun touch. 
Um, yeah. And I like how when they move up and then back down, you can see them, like, trailing in the dirt. Yeah, and you can see, like, again, the little chalk puffs and stuff yeah. like that. It's really cool. Um, and so they get into an actual horse race, which, like, not a single person even bats an eyelash at the fact that, like, you're riding a merry-go-round horse it's and incredibly hot. well. But, like, also when she gets up to the front, the first two guys um, that are, like, neck and neck with each other, she's like, oh, can you... Can you, gentlemen, let me pass, and they're just like, "Oh, sure, of course." And, and then they're then like, after, "Wait a second. Afterwards, they have that wait a second. She moment, casted they don't charm actually, person. She, oh my gosh, because she's a witch. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um. So yeah. So she ends up winning a false victory because Excuse she's you. literally. Do not think Mary Poppins is deserving of the win. You don't know the rules. I'm pretty sure they don't involve asking another writer if you can just pass them. Show me a rule where that is. says that. Oh my gosh. I can't. Hmm. And then she's just making it look easy. And they're like, you know, reporters just like, what do you have to say? Are you so happy? Like, if you could describe how you're feeling right now. And she's like, actually, I know the perfect word to describe how I'm feeling right now. And it's a word I've known how to spell for the majority of my life. Uh, Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. I'm so happy for you. Uh, Raven, quickly, how do you say it backwards? Oh. Did you write uh, it down? She says it weird. It's a Dushis Alley Dushis Alley Expiastic Fetch Calarubus. Um, yep, that. This is like, I may have seen Mary Poppins more than any movie ever. Dushis Alley Expiastic Fetch Calarubus. Um, which is like each of the syllables are reversed and then super, yeah. the letters are reversed, reversed, but it's R-U-P-E-U-S. Yeah. Um, and so like this song is basically, if you want to impress your friends, they'll be like, ooh, look at you, look at your lexicon, uh, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Um, and the the lyrics are just really fun. The um de um de Yeah. It's fun. There's like two different key changes and that's fun. This is just like, it's just an upbeat, like... It's just one of those songs that is happy purely just to make people happy. Yeah. Bert's like saying his experience with the word. He's like, yeah, because of this word, I got a lot of tail. So that's super dope. <laughs> <coughs> but actually, though. I was waiting for you to take a sip to say that, but I didn't th- did think the opportunity would present itself. <laughs> he was like, I yeah. Died. And Mary Poppins like, yes, he does fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he does indeed fuck. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, when yeah, because when he's like, and then they'd ask me out to tea. And Mary Poppins like, oh, Ooh. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, uh, it's so much fun. And uh, one of the animated like the background band, he's like, I said this to me, girl, and like, the girl hits him, and now she's my wife. Me girl's me wife. My lovely life. thing <laughs> topical <laughs> um but I, um, I do love how, how casually she says it backwards it's just very much like oh yeah and then of course you can do you this can say it and backwards is just like, it's just Alex what? Music, but that might be going a little bit too far and Bert's just like yeah no sh-. she's like he's like what? amazed he's like indubitably he's like oh sh- no shit <laughs> <laughs> indubitably um tell me a song that's not fun to sing that has whispering in it. I'll wait. <laughs> that is Super that has whispering. But, but it's is not fun. Not fun to sing. 
what I mean by is any song that you whisper in is fun. Point to A. As a substitute teacher, I subbed for a elementary school music class. Um, and so with the kindergartners, we were just singing songs. And I had the pleasure of teaching them John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. Because mm. I know how to sing that in Dutch. His name is my name, too. It's so much fun. And I was like, no, no, we have to say this as quiet as you can. And if you do that, the next time we say it, you can say it as loud as you want. And they were the, like, pure joy from these children. Pure joy. It was one of the best working experiences of my life. I love that we're educating today's youth on things that really matter. Yeah, John Jacob Jingle Amish Indeed. Like, I mean, Virginia I also, SOL say, still say that Civil War happened because of... Is the War of Northern Aggression? Yeah, it's happened because of states' rights and nothing else. But at least we're teaching them John Jacob Jingamishman, so that's fun. Indeed. Spoiler. <laughs> that's not what the Civil War was about. Well, it's halftime, sports fans. Um, I don't, I don't know why I said that. Anyway, it's Campbell from Boost Coles. Uh, I'd like to tell you all about Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation. This foundation keeps music alive in schools by providing vital support services to school districts and new musical instruments to underfunded music programs nationwide, giving underrepresented youth access to the many benefits of music education, leading them to success in school, and inspiring creativity and expression through playing music. There have been over 34,000 donated instruments and over 2 million students impacted by this organization. Some of the support services they offer are professional development for music teachers led by certified uh, instrument repair technicians and further community engagement and instrument drives, just to name a few. Again, Raven and I believe the best way to support us as a podcast is to support organizations like Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation that supports music education and the passion of music in our youth. You can donate at mhopus.org slash donate. Again, that's mhopus.org slash donate. Uh, back to our nonsense. But yeah, great song. Mm. Great scene. And then we see, um, like, a rain's coming. Mm-hmm. Um... So they're back yeah. in the world. They're like, okay, we're going to head home. And then it was like, you are out in the because cold it starts, in the rain. Because it starts raining. It starts raining, so the chalk is washing away, so they have to Yeah. Go. And he's like, yeah. we were out in the cold. Everyone needs to take medicine. Yeah. And Michael's like, I don't want to. So he, like, pours it, like, on the spoons. And it's a different color for each person. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, different flavors. For yes. Jane, it is a lime cordial. For Michael, it's strawberry. And then... What flavor is it for Mary fucking Poppins? Rum punch, because of course it fucking is. <laughs> She's just like, ooh, let me have a little bit more. She's like, ooh, rum punch. And I'm uh, just like, you're just living your best life right now, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Thriving. Yeah, it's like, ooh, old-fashioned, just for me. Ooh, a daiquiri. Um, she's yeah. fun. She's fun. Raven, what would it be for you? Mmm... My medicine flavor. I'm feeling something chocolate. I'm feeling like a uh, like those chocolate like rum balls. I make such good rum balls. I've never made them. They're but I super love easy. Eating them and like you don't cook the rum, so it's just like. <laughs> it's just yeah. Mine would be like, <laughs> like, 
Also rum base, so that's fun. But like rum and ginger beer. Ooh. Because everyone knows the best medicine. Ginger ale. Facts. From your tummy. When your tummy hurts, it hurts. Um, so it's like, okay, time to go to bed. And he's like, no, we're so excited for everything that, like, happened. And she's uh, like, okay, well, then like, I guess you should just stay awake. I guess you should just stay up the whole night. And, and she's and like. not try to, like, like lay down on this soft-ass <laughs> pillow. But she's also like, what are you talking about? I don't, I like, I have no idea what you're talking about. A horse races. Uh, it's like, a respectable person like me. How dare, she says, how dare you think that of me? Um. And I was like, will you never. stay with us forever? And she was like, that's a pie crust promise. Easily, easily made, made, easily, easily broken. broken. Which is what a saying. I like how she just shuts down these kids. It's <laughs> so much fun. Kind, but extremely yeah. firm. And then, we mm-hmm. yeah, we get into the song Stay Awake, which is like Love reverse psychology, psychology as a song. And it's so relaxing. It was like, fine, stay awake. Yeah. The softest bed you have ever felt. Don't close your eyes. Not for a second. So she's, like, putting a spell on them to make them sleep. Oh, literally. Oh, man. And then uh, we go to the next morning, and the Admiral is like, what a beautiful day. Nobody's going to sleep in this morning, which is so rude. Make it a double cannon, gunpowder, whatever. And it's just like, I just... Why are you like this? Yeah. I and just want to know. This is when everyone's super cheerful in the house. And, like, Ellen packs the spoiled eggs in Mrs. Banks' bag. She's, like, mad. humming. Um, and he's like, who said I'm unwell? It's like, no, no, you don't understand. Like, Ellen and the uh, and the cook are just getting along great. And they're like, after you. No, after you. Singing <laughs> together. And, they're, and he's just like, what's... What no, is happening? No, in this my this is not what I want my house to be. I don't want people to be happy. Because then that would mean that he has to be happy. No. Yeah. Like he he starts when people are like singing, he's like sc- like screaming, like almost foaming at the mouth, like stop, stop. <laughs> it was just like so upsetting. He was like the cannon goes off. He's like, also this piano needs repaired. If I sit down on the instrument, it needs to be properly tuned. And like his wife's and like, she's like, you don't even play. And then, like, when Mary Poppins, like, leaves, it's just like, we have to go see the piano tuner. And it's just like, ugh, that's so ugh. gross. Um, I was just going to mention something. There has to be a better way to clean the windows at the Admiral's house. One would think, but alas, They're, Yeah, they really not. made this whole Admiral thing his entire identity. Yeah. Kind of sad. Well, because what else is he going to do, Campbell? Be racist. Oh, oh! Did I say that? Facts. Because he is in this movie. Um, uh, so Andrew shows up and basically lassies them. Yeah, <laughs> lassies them. And then so funny because at the very end, it um, um, Mary Poppins says to Andrew the dog, "Thank you." And then he like barks and runs off. And the kids just like, "What do you say?" And she says, "You're welcome." <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, Andrew the dog, what a guy. Love that. Change of plans. Um, we need to go to our Uncle Albert's house. Yes. And I love this scene. So we get there and basically um, the crisis is that Uncle Albert has is been drunk. laughing. Yeah, he's, he's Played drunk. Played by Edwin. Tell us what he's in. Uh, he's in like a bunch of stuff. He's like a professional clown. Um, he was the Mad Hatter in Alice in Wonderland. 
like the voice mm. for the Mad Hatter, so that's fun. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, Perfect for this. So, role. yeah. So he um, he's floating basically in the air because he's actually drunk and also drunk off of, like giddiness and joy. Um, and we get into the song "I Love to Laugh," which is basically replace laugh with drink, and you're you're with it, folks. Um, did you say replace? Spoiler: You did. I don't think I did. You you yep you said it. You're the you said tired replace. one. You said Listen, replace. Listen, I'm trying to gaslight her because I can't speak and I honestly have no idea. But oh she doesn't know that because I didn't tell her yet. <laughs> Uh, yeah no um yeah so they end up having tea just in oh the yeah air. because like bert starts laughing too and he can't control himself and they're telling each and other all the jokes kids in the, also, yeah. and, the, and then like the kids fly up and mary Poppins is like oh now the kids are drunk um and she's just like no i i have self-respect so i'm not going to be Correct. a part of this you thought you had tea he's like oh yeah the, i thought you could help with this and she's like fine and she levitates the table which is what Uncle Albert wanted her to do. Yeah. And then she just floats up. Um, and there's some pretty solid jokes in it. Raven, would you like to tell our listeners a joke? And I will do the same. I can go first. It's a Disney joke. Oh, no, I have a joke. All right, do it. Okay. Go piss, girl. Um, <laughs> a physicist, a biologist, and a statistician go hunting together. They find a deer. The physicist takes a shot and he misses five feet to the left. The biologist takes a shot and he misses five feet to the right. And the statistician goes, we got it. <laughs> that's a solid one. See, it's funny. That's, it's it's funny because that math. is a joke. It's funny because statistics isn't real math. <laughs> statistics is not real math. And it's a it's joke about math. confidence intervals. <laughs> <laughs> P value. Um, <laughs> I got one. So uh, Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse are at couples counseling, and the the counselor is like trying to you know work things out with them, and the counselor says to Mickey, "So let me get this straight. Your prop one of your something that like you're trying to work through is that you just think Minnie is really silly." And Mickey says, no, I said she was fucking goofy. <laughs> I love that joke. Uh, there's also another one, which I think I was going to tell for my Theta Tar interview. I forget which one. Ooh, okay, so the joke I told for my Theta Tar interview was, um, how does NACL introduce itself at the bar? And it was Bond, Ionic Bond. Taken, not shared. <laughs> That's funny. Mine was, how did the little boy drop his ice cream cone? How? Whoa, why are you so <laughs> dejected? It just seems... How did the little boy... Like, how did the little boy drop his ice cream cone? How? He got hit by a bus. <laughs> yep. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. You know, the, you know the one I love? Um, uh, What do you call a lady with... Uh, no arms, no legs. Her name. Uh, it's Susan, by the way. Huh. <laughs> knock, knock, who's there? Not Susan. <laughs> um, there's, this, there's this woman at her, uh, 
her late husband's funeral. She's a witch. Oh my gosh. And uh, this this gentleman sees her and she's just, you know, crying, sitting there. And there's a seat open next to her. And he's like, oh, may I sit down? She's like, oh, please, please, please. And then uh, trying to console her, he he asks, is like, may I, may I say a word? And she's like, oh, yes, yes, please. He says, plethora. And then she goes, that means a lot. Uh, okay, last one that I'll do. Um, so, again, a statistician, a bio- I have a lot of science jokes. A statistician, a biologist, no, 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 a chemist, a biologist, and a physicist go to see the ocean for the first time. The physicist says, oh, I would really love to study, like, the fluid mechanics, like, the wave pattern um, of, of all the waves. Walks into the ocean, is never seen or heard from again. The biologist says, like, oh, I really have to study, like, the natural flora and fauna that exists within, like, marine ecosystem. Walks into the waves, is never seen or heard from again. The chemist walks up to the coast, takes out his notebook, records the observation. Biologists and physicists are both soluble in water and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, my last one. How does a cucumber become a pickle? How? It goes through a jarring experience. <laughs> also. Damn. Okay. You finished before me last time. I was just open and accepting. <sighs> Unlike you. Another great joke of yours. Let's get another <laughs> drink. Cheers. Cheers. Um, yeah, so... I love to laugh. It's just such a fun song. Um, and then finally, Mary Poppins like, okay, yeah, we have to go home now. And yeah, what? We got shit to do. And how do people get down? They get really sad. And that makes Uncle Albert really sad. But they have to leave. Um, so then... So they go back home. Yeah, and then we hear and that we... Admiral is trying to get attention of Banks. He, shout, he always oh, shouts, Banks! Um... um and, and we, we get, oh, continue. I was going to say, oh, yeah, we get into a British bank, which is the mm-hmm. same melody. Uh, parentheses, the life, the life I lead. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And um, he doesn't like what's going around, going on in the house. He does not like, he doesn't like joy. Oh, fox hunting. I'm he fine with like, that one. Everything oh, else, though. Fair <laughs> yeah. Everything else. Um, yeah, so he's, he's unhappy, to say the least, with her treatment and, and raising of the children. Um, so they, uh, he's like, oh, they need to learn, like, the sensibility of the bank and how to mm-hmm. find joy in a spreadsheet, which, like, I can indeed find joy in a spreadsheet. Yeah, excels. Um, like, macro tables, sometimes they're just really satisfying. Ooh. Um, ooh. And then, yeah, because then he was like, you know what, uh, Mary Poppins, uh, I need to have a word with you. Winifred's about to leave. Winifred, nope, you're doing this. We're doing what I want right now. And she's like, oh, yes, of course. Yeah, basically. And so the kids go upstairs. They're worried that she's going to get fired. And then he has this talk with her. It's like, things have been too silly. And she was like, you're exactly right. We need more practical outings. We need to, uh, they need to, you know, follow in your footsteps. Learn mm-hmm. uh, what it means to make like a solid earning and in life. And he's like, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And she was like, that's a great idea that they can accompany you to work tomorrow. And he was like, wait, he's what like, is she? hold up, hold up, now what? <laughs> yeah, it's like, well, it was like, two. 
to the bank with you like you proposed. You, like and you just suggested. Yeah, you just said that. And then he like says, why did I say that? And she was like, it's it, it sounded like you said that. And like Mary Poppins, uh, master of... Master. Like literally Mary Poppins is the epitome of uh, Gaslight Gatekeep Girl Boss. Um, yeah, so... So, a British bank. Yeah. And so, Mary Poppins goes off to the kids, and he's like, you know what? They should go to bed if they're going to go to the bank tomorrow. And then mm-hmm. they're like, sorry, did you get... Fi-? He's like, Michael said, did you get sacked? And Mary Poppins like, it's just like I've, I've never been, never I've been, been sacked. sacked in the day of my life. I will never be fired. You listen Absolutely here, you not. little shit. How dare you even... How dare you even suggest? Yeah. You've been oh like, her... Her face, like when, like he's like, "Were you sacked?" She was so offended. She was like, "Have I? Have, oh, like, haven't how you heard? Dare you? I'm practically perfect in every way. Oh my how gosh. dare you, little boy? Love that for her. Oh, what an um, impertinent so then, thing to say. Um, um, so she kind of explains to them like what all what all is gonna happen, like um, everything, and and we get into the song "Feed the Birds, Tuppence a Bag." Which is uh, Walt Disney's favorite song. And when I told uh, my mom that, Interesting. Uh, my mom referred to Walt Disney as a morbid asshole. See, it's funny, because I also really like this song. I mean, no, no, it's a good song. No, just like referring to Walt Disney. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Um, no, this song is like what Mary Poppins is about. I, yeah, I really, it's about, I really like this song. It's about caring, just caring, like, why, just yeah. care about other people. Sympathy, empathy, that's what the song yeah. is. And, and I love, I love that it's kind of got that, that symbolism oh, there a little beautiful. bit, but, yeah, no, like, it's, this is something that I've been telling some of my friends, but, like, it's literally just about, like, caring about other people and, like, doing kind things, um, and. The same set yeah, of smile down when. People are kind to the bird woman. The bird woman played by... Excuse me. Jane Dorwell, who has been in a million things. She was in Gone with the Wind. She was in Grapes of Wrath. She was retired at this Mm -hmm. point. And Walt Disney, like, personally, like, Winter is like... It would mean a lot if you were in this movie for this song that he cares so much about. And this was the... The, the last thing she was in. Because she was retired, did this, went back to retirement. Yeah. That's beautiful. fair. It's, Honestly, the life. It's a beautiful song. And tuppence yeah. is like kind of like slang for like two pence. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's basically the bird woman is always saying like, feed the birds, tuppence a bag. And it's like, they like throughout this movie, they're like, oh, this is for like tuppence, tuppence. Basically, it costs nothing to be kind. And you see such a stark contrast with what tuppence is valued and the value you like put into like your efforts and your worth uh, between this song and then later in the bank song. But it's the just... next song. The next song. It's just yeah. a beautiful song. And Mary Poppins just trying yes. to instill in these children like it costs nothing to be kind. And it's very much the idea of like... Because we are people and that's the least we can yeah. do. It's very much it's very much the idea of like um, understanding that there's more things and more important things to do with your money and with your 
not even just money, but uh, but privileges and access. But like, there's more to do with that than just benefiting yourself and just growing your own wealth. Yeah, this this song is Mary Poppins takes down the patriarchy and capitalism, and it's real sweet. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and I think that's what like Mary Poppins is like kind of about, though. Yeah. Again, kind but extremely firm. Like she's like, these are the things that need to happen, and I will promote them using kindness and magic and magic but also being a boss ass bitch and being a that's like gatekeep truly truly Uh, and so um, the kids are excited to to like yeah the kids are excited to like go to london like with their dad and like because like you know they don't they don't have time with him because he doesn't like them. And they don't really talk to him or know anything about him as a person. or like They know in theory what he does, but yeah. not actually. And then yeah. they're, like, walking and they see the bird worm. And Michael's like, I have tuppence. Like, can I go, like, to go feed the birds? And then, like, you hear the bird worm, bird worm and say, feed the birds, tuppence and back. And they're like, ah! Yeah. She said the thing. She said it. She said That's it, Mary Poppins said. And, like, and, and the dad's we like, we have to go. You will not bring up Mary Poppins at, yeah. anymore today. Um, and we like when they're off. We it's an intro, uh, instrumental version of "Life I Lead," which I think is important musically. Um, yeah. And so he brings the children. He meets like some of the partners. Um, the partners being uh, Dawes, Tomes, uh, Moosley, and Grubs, mm-hmm. and Fidelity Fiduciary Bank. Um. Mr. Dodge Jr. played by Arthur Mallet, um, and then his uh, who plays his dad? Wasn't his dad? Uh, wasn't the dad of the bank Dick Van Dyke? No. No. Why did I think it was? I didn't think so. Oh no, Mr. Dodge Sr. Yes, is okay. Is played by so Dick like- Van Dyke. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So he plays his the dad and the son. And Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins Returns, respectively. Interesting. Yeah, it's just that's just fun. Um, and so they're like, oh, you have a tuppence. Oh, do you know what you should do with that? Invest. The elder Mr. Dawes is like, I just started with a tuppence. Like, Ugh. honestly, a wisp of a man. <laughs> a cold Truly. shoulder would kill Literally. him. Literally. At the towards the end when he's trying to laugh and it's just it's a so painful. <laughs> yeah, they they say they say to Michael. Michael's like, I want to feed the birds, and he's like, If you feed the birds, you're going to get bat birds. Let's not get into that metaphor. Um, these white ass <coughs> bankers. <laughs> Honestly, um, they're like. So we get into Fidelity Fiduciary Bank. Um, they're like, invest, small child, and you'll achieve like a sense of conquest. When affluence expands, and they're just like coughing on this child. <laughs> like, at one point, he straight up steals his money. Like, sees yeah, he's his hand like, do you know all the great things we're doing right now? Uh, we're colonizing. <laughs> let's be a part of that. Mm-hmm. I was like, no, let's not. In the slightest. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he straight and up Michael's steals then's his money. like, fuck off, that's my money. <laughs> like, tries to. Take his money back, which honestly which, good for him. Good on him. And Jane's yeah. like, you know what? Yes, let's fight this old man. Cause you know why? Why? 
because Jane is great. She's supportive. Indeed. Indeed. Ugh. Just kids fighting yeah, so old the, people. So they're all as God yeah, so intended. They're, they're trying to get all of them to, or they're trying to get him to invest, and then um, basically. Uh, so he ends up taking the money because he sees that his hand is kind of open, and it's yeah. like. And then he's like, "You won't get. Why won't you give it, me my money back?" And like and all the adults like, are like, "The bank's like not giving that boy's money like, back." Give me. Yes. Yeah, so then everyone starts freaking out, and they're just like, "Um, I need to get my money right now." Which, as we know, because banks are scams, you can't do that. So then they start closing up shops. They close basically. payments. The kids are running yep. away, and they become lost in the city. And then meet some truly terrifying people. The old woman's like, I'll hide you. <laughs> it's like, excuse me, madam, you're not nearly a po- as powerful so of a witch creepy. as Mary Poppins. You better, like, watch your fucking step. Are you, going to, are you going to find out the Mary Poppins method? Which is two steps. Step one. V. Drink. Fuck, fuck around. <laughs> and step two. Step two, find out. Mary Poppins way. And then they're found by... Bert, who's a chimney sweep today. Um, and Michael is just, like, saying, it's like, yeah, our dad, they, like, sent the, like, the army on us. And Jane's like, don't exaggerate. Like, shut the fuck up. She's really learning out to Mary She's Poppins. She's really learning from Mary Poppins. She, like, immediately shuts him down. Yeah, She's which like, is great. She's don't like, be, don't be silly, Michael. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, talking is just like, no. It's just like, it's like, oh, no, no, your dad's probably worried about you. It's like, no. You, no, he doesn't no. like us. He, they literally said... He doesn't like us. Like, Bert, like, he does not love us. Like, we know this. And it's... Yeah. How Jane says it is heartbreaking. So, uh, To me, the way Michael says it is more heartbreaking. Uh, I don't care what it is. But either says. way. Um, and then Bert, well, like, really himself. kindly is like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pretend like I know this situation. Mm-hmm. But l- let's just, like, look at where, you know, other people's perspectives. Because that's important. Yeah. Your dad is um, also a victim of circumstance of the situation he's in. Um, he, like, yeah, he's in a bubble. He's being really shitty. But he's got stuff going on, too. That does not mean yeah. he doesn't love you. Yeah. And then we get into Chim Chim Cherie. Um And I really love the level of, um, I guess, emotional... Intelligence. Maturity. And intelligence, yeah, being imparted on these young children and the the people in general like it's like yeah no like consider the type of person your father is and how difficult this situation might be for him you know yeah which is like it's one of those things that when you think about it is a very basic concept um but in practice is is very difficult to do yeah yeah so and uh, yes yeah, so we use the song again. chim chim tree which for the millionth time we get to this song and he's just like yeah Yeah. i'm a chimney sweep moving on um and then this is like he brings the children home and then we see mrs banks and ellen and the cook um are like thanking bert um they're like oh it's mary poppins day off ellen can you watch the kids and she was like not for a hunt like not for one million dollars it's like why don't you ask the cook it's uh... baking day and i'd rather slit my throat so. She literally just like. Well, I oh, guess we're at a loss. That's gonna be a no for me. Aren't dog. we, Winifred? <laughs> I, you know what? I'm going to vote that I don't have to do. This. What do you think about my vote, Winifred? Oh my god! Is it valid? <laughs> okay, cool. Moving on. 
It's just like I'm not fucking oh, watching I these kids. I love it so much. She hates these kids. Yeah, but like it got like she's singing with them. She's having a good time at this point. She could probably she, watch them. She don't want to take care of them. So uh, Mrs. Banks just like, what about you? Like to Bird, he's like, no, I'm just a chimney sweep. It's like, oh, what perfect timing. Our chimney like needs cleaning. So can you do that too? Okay, bye. And he's just like, what the. Fuck, He's like, I, I guess. Silver spoon assholes are like, what the fuck? <sighs> so he starts cleaning so their then, chimney, and there he's just like showing up them. And Mary Poppins is just like, what the fuck are you doing in my house? And then Michael is just zooped up the chimney. And then Jane is. And then Mary Poppins <laughs> says to Bert, there goes the other one. Bert, what are you doing? Come on. What? is happening at no point because like we don't establish that the other chimney sweeps are magical so like who is who is no 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 it's what's established is the what's magical is the working class fair i'm still confused as oh yeah no it doesn't make any sense a lot like a lot of this stuff that like comes next none of it's needed for a lot of reasons none slightest but it is entertaining so i'll give them that yeah, so they all go up there. They're all, like, covered in soot. And, like, they're like, oh, don't worry, Michael, who, like, exhaust is just, like, pounded on his face. And yes. he says, Bert says to him. That boy's not going to be well. No. It's just immediately cancer. Don't worry. That's just good, clean soot. Oh, um, Nope. Why is Mary Poppins, the film, trying to glamorize pollution? They're like, isn't it beautiful? And then it's like post-apocalyptic toxic waste dump of a <laughs> Especially city. when they're showing when they're showing the like the chimney like landscape. I'm like, that looks horrifying. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's a beautiful site that is only seen by chimney sweeps. Um the birds and the stars. You can't see any stars because it's so polluted. It's they're so literally gross. walking on smoke. And they're like, ah. Bad. Found it. Got it. Done. And then, like, they go for a walk and they come back. Other chimney sweeps and they get into step in time, which is just a dance off. Which I love because also when Mary gets up and is just crushing it oh. on the dance floor. Oh. Amazing. It's great amazing and then this is like going it like goes on like honestly for way too long and then and then the bad thing happens wait what what with the admiral how he uses a racial slur what he calls the chimney sweeps is a uh, archaic racial slur for people of south africa what does he call them uh, I forget what the word is, but he was like, oh, who are these people dancing over there? I think it's, insert slur, let's murder them, let's fire on them. No. I only know one racial slur that I know would have likely been applied in that situation. I, interesting. Okay, I must not have registered it. I don't, no. I don't even remember it's that. It's like yeah. people's, like, biggest problem with this movie. It's just, like, uh, the combination of that and, like, the Was soot. it Piccanini? No. Um, a combination of, like, that and, like, the suit on the faces. They're, like, skirting the lines of blackface and, like, things like that. I, uh, 
There's a, actually, there's See, a really good article. Uh, let me try to find it and I'll just tell the listeners See, to thought, read I, it. I had that thought. And my thing is like, so with, with the racial slur, I'm like, yeah, I can, for sure I can see that. But like in general, it's like, it does make sense in context. Yeah. 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 There's, okay. So there's an article that was in the New York Times, January 20th, 2019 by this Oregon writer, Mary Poppins and a nanny shameful flirting with blackface. Um, it's a really, it's a really interesting article and it takes, because also from the author's books that, uh, a lot of the chimney sweeps that they she wrote it as characters caricatures of black people. Uh, yeah, that does matter. So that, in the context of yeah. Mary Poppins as a whole, not just this movie, but the, the story, the character. Yeah, yeah the story, yeah. the character, yeah. things like that, um, and like what Disney has chose to keep in and things like that in like Disney's long history, um, combined mm. with like the Admiral. Um, what he calls, he's like, oh, I can't see them. I think it's, insert word, um, let's shoot them. It's bad. So gotcha. anyway, yeah. Uh, Mary have, Poppins yeah, and Nanny Shameful totally Flirting with Blackface. I want, like, just Google that article. It's a, it's a really informative, it's a really good article. That yeah. it's like, it's, it's an article, it's just like, it doesn't mean, like, oh, you, you have to hate Mary Poppins. It's just... When, like, things like this come about, more information and, like, really thinking about these things. Let's just think about these. It doesn't completely yeah. dismiss all the good things, but you can't pick and choose history. And it, doesn't, it, it also doesn't mean that, like, if you originally thought, like, oh, this thing is fine, like, it's not problematic or anything like that. And then you, like, learn. Like, it doesn't mean you can't change your mind or you can't, like. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. I mean, yeah, it. it sucks in the context of it. I've never read the Mary Poppins books and stuff. It sucks. But, like, I don't know. It doesn't, like, take away, like, you know, the really important things that Mary Poppins have done for my life. Yeah, and especially the talent of, like, everyone involved. Exactly. So. Yeah. Now, so that happens. Um, not to, like, you know, uh, yeah. what's the word? Minimize. Diminish. Minimize. Ah, mm. oh, synonyms. Um. But yeah, so then they go back down the chimney. All the chimney sweeps are like dancing in the house. Mr. Banks is mm -hmm. dumbfounded. He's um, not for this. And then he's like, everyone leaves and stuff except for like Bert, Mary Poppins, and the kids. Um, and then Mary Poppins is going upstairs to the kids. And Ms., uh, Mr. Banks is just like, what the fuck is happening? And uh, Mary Poppins <laughs> says to him, I would like to make something quite clear. Pause. I never explain anything. Goes up the stairs. Yep. Boss Keeps behavior. it moving. Ah, I love Mary Poppins. Love her. Yeah. Um, and then so he then gets a call. Begin to, oh, yeah. I, he needs to be at work at 9 p.m. They didn't think he would have to come to this, but he's in trouble with the partners. Mm -hmm. Then we get to the song, A Man Has Dreams, between Mr. Banks and Bert. Yeah, and um, and I really like this song because... Uh, it's the first time you really see uh, Mr. Banks's worldview, him accepting a challenging of his worldview. Yeah. You know? Um, and he's basically saying, like, oh, I had, I wanted everything to kind of, like, work out, and, like, I wanted to have this nice, calm, like, routine and peaceful, like, lifestyle and everything, where everything runs like clockwork, and... Um, Bert's character is just like, okay, but life doesn't work that way. 
also like your children would probably enjoy it if you spent time with them and he's like honestly (laughs) they're gonna grow up and they're gonna leave and it's gonna be it's too gonna late. It's gonna go by fa- sooner than. You and go. then you're gonna wish that there was more spoonful of sugar every day in your life. And mm-hmm. that like really resonates with Mr. Banks. He was just like, "Oh, fuck." <laughs> and and I like it because he actually like, he he really seems to take it to heart and like actually yeah. want to enact like real change in his life yeah. which is because, always the like first step. he was like complaining about mary poppins just like he's like yeah she tricked me he's like oh she tricked you to spending time with your children the horror how the audacity she? the gumption <laughs> um uh, the gall Ugh, man. and then the children come and they like apologize they, they're like we feel really bad would giving you like the tuppence like make things better and he's like yeah yeah, I would. Any he... Oh, that was so stupid. Like I I kind of I kind of partly get why he took it. But like you could have just not like just let them have the like ugh. I it was there like this will solve it. And there, it it's, 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 it's it's a time of it's a yes and. Yeah, it's a symbology thing and they were giving him a gift, so yeah. And that's, he like, was just, for the first time, he they were like, hey, we're trying to help. And he just, like, shuts them down. This is him accepting their, quote-unquote, help. Accepting it. Yeah, and, and saying, like, there are, this doesn't have to be spent in 100% the most efficient or frugal way. It can just, yeah. whatever you feel like spending your money on, you can spend. And that, if that's a gift to me, then that's a gift to me. Yeah. So then yeah. he leaves to head to the bank. He does stop by where the bird woman, like, would be, and she's not there. Does that symbolize that she's dead? Maybe. Um, but whatever. Um, while Feed the Birds is in the, you know, back round. So he's like really, you know, um, I yes. did a lot of home, a hand motions to Raven. What word am I thinking of? Internalizing. Um, mm-hmm. Internalizing what Bert was saying and like I the things he's learned. Um, from like Mary Poppins and like his kids and things like that. And then he's led into the partners and they're like, do you know what happened in 1773 Boston tea party? Um, they lost a lot of money. It kind of fucked everything up. Mm-hmm. And that was the first run or yeah, that was the first time we ever had a run on the bank or we had a run on the bank. Mm-hmm. He was like, and we haven't had one ever since then. Until today, because of your bitch ass kids. No. Is basically what he says. And so basically, he is being then like kind of assaulted. Uh, Is this the formal firing procedures? It's they like ripped his flower. They rip off his carnation uh, boutonniere. They like rip his hat. They fuck up his umbrella. Yeah, and I'm just like. This seems really petty. I was like, I was like do they give, give him this stuff? Like, why? I don't know. Yeah, it, I just... Uh, Is and this I his version of turning like... in your badge and gun? Like, what? what's happening? But, like, why are you, like, humiliating this man? Also, why would he want to come back? Like, ugh. I don't know. Don't so, know. then they were like, do you have anything else to say? Any, like, basically, any last words? And he was like, for the first time. He's able to say, I do have a word. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. 
And I love that. I did too. And I love he's that like, he, he was fully like, embraced it. He was like, Mary Poppins was right. I do feel better. And then he's just and like, he, you know, remember, singing, dancing his children around. Saying, he remembered his children saying that it's something that you say when you don't have anything else to say. And just, it just makes you happy. Just cheer yeah. you up. He repeats the joke uh, that Uncle Albert said, but he replaces Jane and Michael. And, and Jane's like, I know. I know a man named Smith, uh, a man with a wooden leg named Smith. And Michael goes, what's the name? What's, yeah, what's the name of his other leg? Um, and he's like, laugh. he's like, I get it. Isn't that hilarious? And he like goes up to um, uh, Mr. Dawes, like senior. And his son is just like, don't assault my father. And he's just like, calm the fuck down, dude. And he's just like, I'm going to be just okay. Yeah, he says, don't strike my father. So yeah. he leaves and then... Um, old dude is just thinking about it and then the most pitiful laugh he starts laughing because it's a funny joke it's a solid joke and he starts floating <laughs> up the air he's laughing too hard but it's funny because like he's because his son really is like, also it's an like a, old it's man like saying weird, daddy it's did not care for that but it's like a weird wheeze zaddy where it's like you're breathing the laugh and i did not care for it Oh, that was a fun bit, and I love to laugh, where some of the lyrics, Mary Poppins is just, like, clowning on fools. And saying, it's like, people laugh different ways. I, your eyes, I thought that was going to be it for you. You just, like, <laughs> dozed off. Uh, Mary Poppins is just like, some people laugh with their nose. <laughs> and she's just, like, you know, roasting a bunch of people. That's a fun bit, making fun of other people's laughs. And for you sure. can only do that when you're practically perfect in every way. In... And that's why we love her. Yeah. Um, so we see the wind change, which is and cute alas, for Mary. That means that she must away. Which is so funny because the kids are like, "Don't you love us?" And her response is so brutal. Oh my god! It's basically, what do you think would happen to me if I loved all the kids I t- took care of? Yeah. For? Which basically said, "I don't fucking love you." <laughs> Devastating. But in a way, that's like, oh, but I get it. <laughs> yeah. Miss Bag. And, like, she does love the kids. Yeah. Um, and so, George is missing. He didn't come home. Yeah, because they don't know where he is. Yeah, the... Because uh, um, they didn't tell anybody what there. happened. Um, and then he finally arrives, like, constables, like, talking. Arrives, they think they, like, like, killed himself. Because, like, they found out that he got fired. Oh, yeah, because they were like, his oh, wife yeah, he's was, definitely going to jump off the bridge. His wife says to him when he's there, you didn't jump in the river. How sensible of you. And then the it's constable, like, like, to the police on the phone, is like, we found him. No, alive. <laughs> That's not funny. And it's like, god damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, this kid's Oh, my movie. gosh. Uh, so, yeah, he comes home with a kite and it's just like hey let's like play and be a family and like care about each other and then they even add in like the um the chicago like suffrage or not chicago but the the sister suffragette like movement yeah uh uh sashes and stuff like onto as like the tail of the kite which i think is really cute it's like a it's like a everyone has their little their little part in it the little yeah uh the husband's like yeah Maybe, maybe this uh, symbol of your equal rights could be part of this children's toy. Am I wrong? You are not. So we get into the song, Let's Go Fly a Kite. So the family goes skipping off. 
um, we find out that, like, Dawes Sr. literally died laughing, which, like, shouldn't be a surprise if you heard how he laughed. Right? It was like, that's that was a man that was, oh like, my God. seconds from death for probably the last 20 years. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, um, yeah, which is like yeah. the lyrics are so funny for a tup for a tuppence of paper and string. Um, you can you know make your own set of wings. That's fun. It's so uplifting and it's fun. Chorus. Except like they won't work and you just fall to your death. But I mean, this is not an Icarus situation. Uh, like you can still fly. Like the extension of yourself is flying. Is the mm. symbology there? You're not actually flying, Raven. Correct. Um, Fair. And then, so, the d- Daddy Banks um, is dead, which leaves an opening for partner, so he gets rehired okay. as a partner for the bank. Which, you know, good for him. Good for him. That's what we always say. Well, unless they, like, really suck, and then we just say, like, fuck them. And then you see Mary Poppins about to leave, and she's talking to her umbrella. And Umbrella's like, I know how you feel about these, like, dumbass kids. Like, you can't lie to me. Um, and Mary Poppins says, <laughs> practically like, perfect no? people never permit sentiment to muddle their thinking. Yeah. And then she yeets off. Wow. Yeet. We get that in credits in the overture. And they're a family. Thanks to Mary Poppins. The end. Theme. That's my notes. What you got for me? <laughs> huh okay that's none of my business sipsty oh my gosh so a needle pulling um, thread oh related uh, <laughs> what amazing uh what a callback so the music um of Barry Poppins is done by Erwin Erwin Costal um who is an was I guess an American musical arranger of films uh, orchestrator of Broadway musicals. So he's officially credited as a uh, songwriter, screenwriter, and publisher. Um, he worked in like musical film, musical theater, and animation. Um, so he uh, he's done a lot of shit. So yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so he was um, actually he's from Chicago, um, and then why did you? You're not from Chicago. Why did I raise the roof? Why did you raise the roof? I'm just like, oh, nice. Good for him. Good for him. The Windy City. <laughs> Interesting. Deep Dish Pizza. Um, <laughs> the Bean. So. <laughs> Comedy Rule of Three. I'm done. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so... He um he actually decided so after high school he actually decided not to attend college and basically taught himself like musical arranging by studying like symphonic like scores and stuff like Good that that him. were available literally at his local library so plug for the value of libraries they're oh, amazing man dream um, job is just to be a librarian just to be know. a librarian I don't I don't know why I'm trying to get my PhD I mean being a librarian is a lot of schooling and graduate schooling and stuff like that but. Could have gone so different i would be so happy fair uh yeah so his his first professional job 
um, was as a staff arranger for, it's called Design for Listening, which was an NBC like radio show uh, that was actually based in his hometown, Chicago. Was it Design um, for Listening? <laughs> High five myself. Continue. Uh, so he ended up moving to New York where he was hired and started working on a bunch of different projects and then eventually moved over to Broadway. So he actually orchestrated for Shinbone Alley, The Music Man, uh, Fiorello, and West Side Story. Um, yeah. Um, and his work on uh, like West Side Story, he actually was also hired to score like the 1961 uh, film adaptation um, for that as well. And his uh, he worked with uh, Saul Chaplin, Johnny Green, and Sid Raman. Raman, I'm not entirely sure how to pronounce his last name, um, but for that like that that quartet like won an oscar and a grammy for their contributions um and then he later went on to continue collaborating with saul chaplin for the 1965 film adaptation of um the sound of music so really kind of all up in it with musicals and musical shows and even working with uh you know like julie andrews um, for all of this, and that actually won an Oscar for Best Music Scoring as well. Um, so he's also conducted an orchestra for a lot of the like Firestone Christmas albums. Um, but he has done a lot. So in terms of like overall like like filmography, um, he's worked on West Side Story, uh, Mary Poppins, obviously Sound of Music, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, Charlotte's Web, The Bluebird, Pete's Dragon. Fantasia and Mickey's Christmas Carol. And he also has um, Broadway credits for West Side Story, Tenderloin, Sail Away, A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum, which is hilarious if you've ever so seen funny. that. It's so um, funny. Gigi Copperfield and Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. And he's also won, um, so he won uh, an Academy Award for West Side Story, as well as an Academy Award for The Sound of Music. But he's also been nominated for uh, three additional Academy Awards, as well as two Emmy Awards. Um, so yeah, overall, just like, I mean, I feel like anytime you're dealing with a work like this, it's... Like, obviously the person was talented. Obviously yeah. the person, you know what I mean? Like, knew what they were doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he also, he also supervised, like, five of the Sherman Brothers, like, musical film scores um, at four different movie studios between just 1964 and 1978. The Sherman um, Brothers are just so talented. So talented. And in their, um, in the, I guess, official album soundtrack or whatever that's at least on spotify they actually have like an interview like with the sherman brothers about like um making like mary poppins and doing all of that so um really cool like check it out if um if you're interested and um okay yeah and so then um the original like the film scores themselves were done by the sherman brothers um who are a songwriting duo so that's Robert B. Sherman and Richard M. Sherman. Um, so they've done a... <laughs> Robert B. Sherman. Oh, he B. Sherman. <laughs> yeah, so uh, basically, so they began um, writing songs together uh, back in 1951. Um, 
on like a challenge from their their dad and so they just like wrote together and wrote like different um songwriting partners throughout like basically the entire rest of like the 50s um and actually founded uh robert helped found the music publishing company music world corporation um which was later like had a relationship with um disney's publishing company wonderland music company um so that's kind of like how that relationship sorry i'm getting a lot of messages but yeah so they've worked on a ton of stuff so they did the scores for like the original parent trap back in like 1961 um they did the sword and the stone in 1963 <gasps> yes I love the um they the did a lot of winnie the pooh stuff so they did winnie the pooh and the honey tree didn't winnie they the do pooh the tigger movie day Winnie the Pooh and Tigger 2. Yes, they did. Which, um, like, and the 2011, like, Winnie the Pooh. Um, and the which th- is amazing. The theme song and like, the wonderful thing about Tigger. So. They were born in the 20s. Yeah. They also did the Aristocats. They also did uh, Chi Chi Bang Bang, the, uh, the Jungle Book, um, Huckleberry Finn, Tom Sawyer, Charlotte nah. Webb. Uh, they. Co- collaborated a lot with Erwin Costal, which is why they worked together on Mary Poppins as well. Um, they also worked on the Taker movie, um, Saving Mr. Banks, which uh, had songs like from the original yeah. Mary Poppins film, um, Christopher Robin, and then Mary Poppins Returns as well back in 2018. Um, oh my gosh, that was 2018. That already feels like so long ago. It was. Um, it's almost four years ago at this point. Isn't that insane i don't like that um yeah so they've worked on a number of um like major scores motion pictures stage musicals and of course theme park songs um and they've written (sighs) i don't even want to say the name say it because i don't want to be stuck in your head i don't want to trigger people no it's, it's fine no uh just say it just say it in your most monotone voice if anyone happens to be familiar with the song, It's a Small World After All, they might have had a hand in composing that. Maybe two hands or four. Maybe, maybe four. <laughs> maybe all the hands. All the hands. Were them. All the hands. Throwing hands. Mm-hmm. Throwing hands. Wild. A lot, a, a, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of work went into this yeah. musical, it sounds like. Um, and they've also, so they won two Academy Awards for Mary Poppins. Um, so one for best original song for Chim Chim Marie, Chim Chim Cherry. And, um, they I also, that, won that was the song. So have you seen that post? That's like, oh, if you write this. Oh yeah. Equation, it's just it's like, the d- what, what is, what is it? I feel like we should tell our listeners. So I feel like I don't remember it, Chim Chim but based on the Cherie. melody, I feel like it's, Negative two, negative two. Negative two. I've never seen the movie or heard minus the song, two I... minus two x so right. equals. Okay. Yeah. Did mm-hmm. you hear that? Chim. chim I'll, I'll chim, do that loud. Chim. Hold on. Let me get like. No, no uh, I can do it in my head, Campbell. No, no, I want to do it for the listeners. Okay. But like, yeah. if you do like the minus two minus two x equals it sounds like that song technically the first minus two is just a negative two um that's cool that's fun it is cool it's fun funky Um, fresh 
But yeah, so they, they won two Academy Awards for Mary Poppins um, and were nominated for an additional seven across a lot of their works. Um, they have also been nominated for an Annie Award for the Tigger movie, uh, BAFTA Awards. Um, a uh, BOFA, a BOFA for... Award. Shut up. Uh, they've also Both been nominated for... <laughs> For five Golden Globes, um, they've won two Grammys, also for Mary Poppins, um, and were actually no, three Grammys, uh, two for Mary Poppins, yeah, two for Mary Poppins, one for Winnie the Pooh and Dagger Two, and then were nominated for an additional six, um, and then just like a litany of other, yeah. other various awards Junk. because talented, yeah. so a lot of talent. That went into this musical. And I'm yeah. happy for it. Same. Yeah. So, Campbell, mm-hmm. what are we playing? Because I truly don't know. Uh, Raven will be playing the violin. I'll be playing the clarinet. And we will be going through Feed the Birds. Ooh, my favorite song. It's going to be really good. Um. So, yeah. Be right back. Boop, boop, boop. Boop, boop, boop. Bow, bow, bow. Hey everyone, in addition to our other nonprofit partners, I would like to do a quick plug for the Dodario Foundation. The Dodario Foundation is a nonprofit grant making organization that provides monetary and product support to high quality music instruction programs on the front line to improve access to music education. And every single cent raised goes directly to getting kids involved in community music programs, acquiring and maintaining instruments, providing college scholarships, and supporting new innovations in music education across 41 U.S. states and 180 cities. They accept monetary donations, of course, but also instruments. So if you have an old instrument that you no longer use, please consider donating it to the Dodario Foundation, where they can get it into the hands of a student in need. However you're able to contribute, you can go to dodariofoundation.org slash about slash donate. That is Dodario Foundation, D-A-D-D-A-R-I-O, foundation.org slash about slash donate. Now please enjoy the sultry sounds of me and Campbell destroying music. Stop. Stop. What? We got off. Oh, okay. Um, can oh, we can we start um, on um, the bottom of the page, like uh, the pickup to though you can't, although you can't see it, you know they're sm- they are smiling. Yep. So you'll go one, two, one, two, although you can't. Yes, I'm actually gonna do one, two, three, one, two. It's just okay. easier for me yep. because that's okay. Yeah. Okay. One, two. Three, one, two. That wasn't half bad. It wasn't half bad. We got off from each other, but then I was just like, I'm just going to listen and play along. That's fair, because I was not listening, because I could barely hear you. Yeah. That's not really good, though. I... And that's it. Decent. I I messed up the C sharp a few times. Oh, yeah. There's, Um, like, some of the sharps I messed up. I have four sharps. So there was some times I'd just be like... I really like this one. It's it to me. I think the reason I really like this song is because it's it's a very simple melody, and to me, the simpler the melody, but the more you can draw out like a meaning and emotion from it, 
the better the overall song you yeah. know i think this would be one if we're like in person i think this would be a great warm-up song for us i agree yeah i agree I love it. It's great. And then maybe Maria, because I could also actually play that oh, one too. Oh, man. Listeners, we played Maria so good. But mm. don't worry. We'll do West Side Story again when the new one comes out. When it's better. When it's... It doesn't use rampant brown face. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that. it in that episode. But, do, 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 do. Raven, how would you rate this musical? Scale of 1 to 10. Ooh. Like a... Mm. I'm torn between eight and nine, so I'll say an eight and a half out of ten. I'm also torn between eight and nine, but you know what? I'll say nine, so we can average to be eight and a half. Well, wait, you said eight and a half. You said eight and a half. Sorry, I thought you said eight point seven five. Hashtag math. Hashtag math. I heard you say eight. I didn't hear and a half. That's fair. We could, I could say eight so that we could average an eight and a half. I'm fine no, with that. No, no, no. Live your truth. That. You say eight and a half. I say nine. I don't like doing halves. Because I want to be wholly nine. present, Raven. Fuck. Shut the <laughs> fuck up. <laughs> uh, follow-up question. Where can you find us? Uh, Campbell. Uh, yes. You know, and I hope our listeners know, that you can find us in so many places you can find us on stitcher you can find us on apple Podcasts. you can find us on pandora you can find us on iHeartRadio. you can find us on spotify and of course you can find us on podbean and if you find us listeners you should uh well i don't want to say should because i don't want to set unnecessary expectations for it you. would behoove you it would behoove you and it would benefit us which is all we care about because we don't give a fuck about you wow. <laughs> no it would be, it would benefit us but mostly you know the non-profit organizations that we want I mean, to support in, in lieu of I us i guess we want to help the wow. children wow 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 show you true um, colors raven <laughs> Yes, listen to any episode. If you find us and you listen to us, um, please consider donating to uh, any of the music education nonprofits that we don't that we um, sponsor or or partner with. That's the word that we partner with. Um, Also, consider liking and um, commenting and rating us. If you do that, that will help give us more exposure. Mostly on Apple Apple platforms. Most of that platforms, but it'll get more people to see our content, to see our show, so that hopefully we can advertise to even more people and get more people invested in music education for young children. Um, and that's really all we're here for, is just teaching the youths about music. Yeah. And if you have any... a life-forcing, a life-changing force. Yeah. And if you have any, like, musical recommendation, cocktail recommendations, you can Ooh, email us. I would love us, a cocktail Right? Same. Uh, even if it's not for this podcast, but just to like fuel mine and Raven's addictions, just that's, a drink, yeah, that's super tight. And I, I want you would to know, I have you. so much alcohol now because like every episode we have a new cocktail, and, and sometimes some of them have overlapping ingredients. Well, because of Raven, and sometimes I have to. <laughs> I'm on a graduate student salary, and Raven's like, you know what? Let's get let's buy six different bottles, and you know what? I'm We're only so going to use five of them. I'm so sorry. I didn't realize that Hypnotic would be disgusting. Ugh, gross. It changed the entire flavor profile of the drink. That's how bad it is. I mean, was. that drink turned out to be so good, and I'm glad we did, did it, it. And though? I love you. And, like, but now also, I have a bunch of Hennessy, so that's fine. Hennessy is great, Hennessy is so. so good. It's anyway, delicious. 
If you have any cocktail recommendations, musical recommendations, you can email us at boozicals at gmail.com. That's B-O-O-Z-I-C-A-L-S at gmail.com. Or you can follow us at at boozicals on Instagram. And I like to Photoshop us in some funny musical screenshots. And it's fun. And I like to do it um, under the influence of legal substances. And so I love that for me. Indeed. Uh, uh, Raven, um, Mm -hmm. we should end this with a toast. A toast to what? Mm. Also, that will require me to make a new drink. Oh, you don't. Why don't you just put gin in my cup? Let's put gin in our cups and then we'll, (laughs) and then we'll do a toast. Uh, my boyfriend's going to be so pissed. To the songs we have played, to the drinks we have poured, it's better drunk together than alone on the floor. Cheers. Hey, cheers. <laughs> Ooh, that Isn't was that a fun? shot. I love that. That's I think great. that like really captures like it musicals. Is better together than alone on the floor. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm I saying. I can't wait until you're here again for December. Like, I love the fact that just like we're gonna always be able to, or hopefully, always be able to do our Christmas specials together. Oh no, we will. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Do we want to close it at the the a after the cheers, and then just be like, "Bye, bitches," you know? Yeah. So we should say bye now. Well, you already said bye. No, no, but like we can do it like now. I'm gonna cut out when you say bye, bitches, and then I'm just gonna. gonna what are you going that. to say then? Arrivederci. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs>